coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, part one of our best Nintendo music of all time tournament. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. How's it going, Mark? Man, Patrick, it's going so good. Although, I've got to admit, I feel a little bit like Frodo when he realizes he's going to have to be the one to take the ring to Mordor. We've got a perfect Samwise Gamgee for you here today. We are joined by writer, director, performer, Greg Smith. Oh, Mr. Frodo. (laughs) Maybe you can't carry this yourself, but I can carry you share the load i cry every time guys mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. every time mm-hmm. i did back in the day i watched all we had a party where we watched all three extended versions in a row wow yeah. i can never watch those movies again <laughs> in a row like live. non-stop yeah Ooh. i was there for like more than 12 hours that is probably. it's too much yeah. it was too much um i i recently tried to watch uh the whole series uh, again got through fellowship and was like i don't need to do this anymore yeah. <laughs> like that's it they they were excellent movies and i'm happy yep to keep that in the past let's keep it in the past uh but let's bring all of this into the future because we are i don't know yes I'm <laughs> yeah it into yeah, the yeah. Present, i like right? it i'm impressed <laughs> thank you greg uh we are here today of course to determine what the single best piece of Nintendo music is as nominated by you, the listener. And I think we do need to give a special shout out to our listener, Jessica, Mm -hmm. who was the one who proposed this whole crazy idea. Yes. And it is, in fact, a crazy idea. Uh, The the execution is going to be even crazier because uh, y'all nominated 150 different pieces of music. There were lots of uh, uh, duplicates, but when we whittle that all away, it's one. 150 pieces of music, which is insane. But we, I think we knew this was going to be difficult, but when we actually started, like, trying to piece it all together, there were moments where Patrick and I were like, I don't know that we can do this. <laughs> yeah, there, w- there was one point when Mark turned to me and said, so, I don't know, do we just end the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but no, we are not going to end the podcast. Instead, we are going to run a, like, traditional eight-song bracket, right? And we are going to get to each of those pieces of music by having separate little divisions where we are going to uh, just determine the best song from each of these categories to go in and compete for the best piece of Nintendo music. Uh, in this episode, we are going to be talking about the following divisions. Mario, 8-Bit, nin- Random Nintendo, and RPG. Next episode, we're going to be doing Zelda, 16-Bit, Third Party, and notable remixes. Yeah, so uh, just a little clarification up front. So obviously there is Mario music that's 8-bit and Mario music that's 16-bit, but all of that music is going into the Mario category. Right. And also, I mean, all of these categories, look, man, we put 150 post-it notes up on my wall in my home, (laughs) and we are doing our best to to discern an order out of them. Um, And, you know, this this is the result. Um, here's, uh, we, we, we've gotten some, uh, 
uh, s- some notes from all of you about how you approached uh, the, the nomination process. Uh, uh, Daniel wrote in saying, I don't know how you're going to pull this one off. There's so much great Nintendo music, no matter how you approach it. Uh, catchiness, creativity, craftsmanship, alliteration not intended. Um, uh, Is that your editorial or his? Uh, his, oh, actually. Great. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Jack says, uh, when I heard you guys were doing this Nintendo bracket, I got very excited and also very stressed at all the possibilities. Same, Jack. Same. Um, and then uh, Jason gave us his philosophy of, of music selection, uh, where he has these couple different like bullet points. Um, one, great in and out of a game's context. Two, is relatively original. Three, evokes emotion that enhances the gameplay. Four, doesn't lean on nostalgia. And five, isn't overly repetitive. So I don't know that I'm necessarily going to honor isn't uh, doesn't rely on nostalgia as as we go forward. Um, I think that's generally a really good rubric, though. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then uh, we also had uh, an email from um, Joseph, and Joseph nominated a piece. But then he also said, "I will also nominate a wild card spot that you can use to add a song you think should have been nominated but wasn't." <gasps> <gasps> So the way that we are going to implement this is that when we go to a category, if we don't see something that we like, we may, at one point in this tournament, each of us add a piece of music to that category. It can only happen once. Yeah. I don't want to see you doing it twice, Greg. I'm going to try. No, <laughs> no I don't want to I'm a sneaky it. little boy. Um, so yeah, buckle up. We got a long ways to go here. Um, but I think yeah. before we begin, mm-hmm. as always, we just need to, one, let everybody know that whatever our final decision is, it is definitive. Yeah. And two, the three of us in here have to agree to remain friends. Absolutely. Aw. I agree. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's, let's get into it. Let's determine the best piece of music from the Mario category. All right, so Mario is a tough category. Uh, lots of nominations. Um, w- almost 30, right, in, mm-hmm. in this category. Mark, would you like to read them down for us? Yeah, okay, so here we go. We have Space Junk from Super Mario Galaxy, Gusty Gardens from Super Mario Galaxy, Good Egg Galaxy from Super Mario Galaxy. That's a good egg. The Battle Theme from <laughs> Super Mario RPG, the Menu Theme from Mario Kart 8 and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Which is so good. Like, we, we were singing that song, we were singing that piece to each other, having a really good time. <laughs> uh, the Overworld theme from Super Mario Land on the Game Boy. The Underwater theme from Super Mario Brothers. Uh, the Dupless Battle from Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. Yeah, and there's another piece from Thousand Year Door, too. Um, the Story the, of the Thousand Year story Door. Story of the Thousand Year Door. Um, and I know some of those pieces uh, were or the Thousand Year Door. Uh, the story one was suggested by uh, Jessica, who had um, proposed the entire contest in the first place. Um, and she says, honestly, the entire Paper Mario and Thousand Year Door album is amazing. And I can't believe more people aren't constantly talking about that game. Cheese Land from Mario Kart 8. Waluigi Pinball from Mario Kart DS, which sounds so much like a Sonic track to me. Yeah, uh, that song rules. <laughs> Waluigi rules. Everything, it's great. Uh, Donut Plains and Dolphin Shoals from Mario Kart 8. Yes. Boss Battle Theme from Super Mario RPG. Mm-hmm. The World 1 Grass Map from Super Mario Brothers 3. Which is also awesome. I mean, we there are so many in here. How does here. that one go? So that that's the... Uh... 
Oh man, Greg, oh, no, put, Patrick me, just, put me on the spot. Patrick just imploded. I like did. the end of Poltergeist. I did. You, <laughs> you, you made me retreat into my mind palace, which was just isn't crumbling. It, isn't it? Dun 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 dun. Don't worry, listeners. We will not be doing that. No, that, that's how we're doing all of this. It's just singing. It. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> listeners might be, but I'm not. Uh, the overworld theme, or overworld theme one from Super Mario Brothers three. The underground theme from Super Mario Brothers three. The athletic theme from Super Mario Brothers three. Oh boy. Uh, the underwater theme from Super Mario World. The main menu demo music from Super Mario World. The athletic theme from Super Mario World. The forest demo from Super Mario World, and then some additional ones, which I guess which yes we will now, get into. So now, so now we'll get into that. These are the well. First, we each pulled a, a a piece that we want to talk about a little bit, even though we are not bringing it forward as like our nominees from from the category. So, Greg, would you like to start with uh, by telling us what yours was? Certainly, my honorable mention, if you will, yes. is Jump Up Superstar from uh, Nintendo Switch's Super Mario Odyssey. Let's hear a little bit of it right now. go off the rails don't you know it's time to raise our sails it's freedom like you never uh i love this piece of music greg it's so fun yeah um, why, why did you want to uh pull it out and talk about it for uh for this well from a broader sense it to me represents what i'm really digging about contemporary nintendo music lately which is that it's very obviously has a live band energy. Yeah. And it very obviously has a jazz energy. Even that the Mario Kart 8 menu theme, it like feels like you're listening to just like a hot jazz band mm-hmm. just cooking on stage. You know what I mean? The arrangements are so cool and interesting. And it's just fun to hear like live musicians playing while playing a video game. Yeah. And the- I- I think uh, Jump Up Superstar also does such a great job of marrying that like new aesthetic, that like new energy in yeah. Nintendo music with, um, you know, there's the little part in the bridge where they're playing the original Donkey Kong music. Yeah. And it's just amazing. It is. Uh, I also think what I love about Jump Up Superstar is how quickly we've like all embraced it as part of Mario because... You know, it was the E3 before Odyssey was released, the first time that we heard it. And it was so surprising, which is something that I love about Nintendo and, like, Nintendo's music as it continues, as, like, the company continues forward, is, like, they're continually surprising us. Being, like, I would have never in a million years expected this from a Mario game. But I love it. It's, like, so much fun. It really, the this uh, level in Super Mario Odyssey, when you are, like, uh, it's the celebration. Yeah. At the end of New Donk City. Uh-huh. It, and uh, the song is playing. Like, it was the first time I played it, it was amazing. Like, it was one of the most, like, incredible video game experiences I've ever had. It made me weep. Yeah, with joy, yes. right? I was sitting in my bed playing it, just, like, shaking with tears. <laughs> <laughs> it's so beautiful. They just like Mario so much. <laughs> they just want to celebrate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark, uh, would you like to y- your honorable mention? Yes, yeah, so my honorable mention is World One One from Super Mario Brothers Two. Yeah. Unbelievably hot. 
yeah. so good. That slaps. And what what I love so much about this is that this like did not start out as Mario music. Right, it started out as like Doki Doki Panic music. Was it written for for that? Yeah, it was written for Doki Doki wow. Panic. And you know, it's like Koji Kondo. It's a lot of the same yeah. people who worked on Doki Doki Panic. So it makes sense that it like, f- uh, in a weird way, like feels a piece of Mario. Totally. But um, it's such a great. I I think I honestly like it better than the like ground theme from the original Super Mario Brothers. Wow. Like I think that's more iconic, but yeah. I think this is way more like listenable and fun. Yeah, well, and just like the the syncopation and the way like it plays with time is yeah. so cool. Yeah. Um, like, what 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 time signature is is that even in? It's in four. Is it just in straight four? Yeah, I think so. But it, I listening to it just now that baseline that yeah, walking baseline slaps. It feels so sophisticated. Yes, I want to hear like a cool jazz combo play yeah. it. Yes, and I then that do. moment where there's this wah 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 yeah, backwards so notes. Good. Yeah, <laughs> so cool. Uh, so my honorable mention is Dire Dire Docks from the from Super Mario sixty four, um, which is a really chill piece of Mario music, um, and this was one of our most nominated uh, pieces here. So let's hear a little bit now. It's got that like that thing that's good about all underwater music where like it feels very like ephemeral and like you're just sort of existing around it or it just exists around you. It's so good. I think one of the things that and I'm glad we have one of these more like chill pieces mm-hmm. in here because I think it really is emblematic of what makes Mario music so good even though it like is all in all different types of genres and moods is it's all very sincere. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so like, like if you were thinking of like Mario music, you may not your immediate thought might not be this like kind of moody underwater piece, but it completely fits, even though it's not cartoony. Yeah, yep, I I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, it is a it, it is kind of an atypically like complicated, rich chord progression, mm-hmm. and even that like synth sound, it, it kind of gives me like an '80s soft rocks. Like I want to hear. Yeah, Michael McDonald vocalized on top of it, or something. And like, like it, it wouldn't be strange to hear like a a synth drum track behind it. Yeah, that would rip. Um, all right, but that brings us down to our actual what we are actually going to put forth in a little mini bracket of uh, four. Um, so maybe we just say the names of the pieces uh, and then uh, we'll play them all. Yeah, I mean, at first, I think we should understand how we... Did we talk about how we get to four? I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember if we did. But basically, each of us pick our nominee, yeah. and then from the remainder, we picked... Because just a random one. Yes. Which we... Using a random number generator, i.e., like, uh, RPG a pair, die. A pair of percentile dice. Yeah. Right. And the reason we're doing that is because, um, obviously, all of the pieces that got nominated are incredible. Yeah. But and we so have to whittle it we, down yeah, somehow. Yeah. Um, Okay, great. Uh, so let's uh, uh, maybe we'll we'll start. Uh, so the the order here is that the, the matchup is going to be my piece versus uh, Mark's piece, and then Greg's piece versus the random, and then the winner of those two against each other. Great. Um, so uh, my piece, I am pulling the uh, background music one from Mario Paint, which goes like this. 
so I know that I'm partial to this one because I threw so many hours into making little cartoons with Mario Paint. And so that was playing in the background on loop as I was feeling like creative and like that I was messing around with like a, a piece of technology that was helping me be creative. Um, but it also is just so like chill and but still like purposeful like it 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 still drives a little bit that percussion when that pops in it's like ooh, we're on a train yeah ooh, we're getting something done uh mark what what was yours oh i chose steam gardens from super mario odyssey uh let's hear a little bit of that So, I mean, uh, I was begging people to nominate Gusty Gardens, and I think Gusty Gardens is one of the most amazing pieces in Mario music, but the reason I chose Steam Gardens over it is that I think, like, Gusty Gardens redefined what Mario music could be, and then Steam Gardens is just, like, a continued exploration of, like, how far can we push this, Uh, right? And it's so, it's in such a surprising location, right? Steam Gardens is not necessarily... Where it's like a it's a garden area. It's all plants and flowers. There are tons of beach areas in Super Mario Odyssey, but that's not where they chose to have this like the surf this rock. like surf yeah. rock guitar lick. And it's that kind of like ex- first of all, the, I think the song is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then it's that kind of like exploration and just like playfulness that I think really defines Mario music. Yeah. So that's why it's my pick. I also think it's a very good uh, like just uh, compliment to the level itself because when you first get there you just see the the gardens and you just have like this run in with the dinosaur um and and, there, like, and there's no real background music at that point like right. this is yeah, doesn't get right. introduced that's until right. much later right and so like when you open up the gate and then you see the sort of like steampunk uh like robot garden um and that's when it's like now it's a now it's a surf rock thing and that yeah it's it, i it, i think that's perfect um so now should we match these two up against each I other? I think we have to. Okay. So the background music one from Mario Paint versus uh Steam Gardens from Super Mario Odyssey. Uh I think we just have to vote. Right? We yeah. don't debate? Well, what do you what do you think, Greg? Uh, do do you have a do you have uh, Cuz I mean obviously Patrick and I each you know, I feel like our votes are pretty clear because yeah, or maybe. maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how this works. <laughs> um well, yeah, we we can do uh we can do a debate on it. Um as much as I love the background music from Mario Paint, I feel like Steam Gardens is maybe the stronger piece of music here. It's definitely the more, probably the more l- repetitively listenable piece of music. Yeah. I could see myself, because it sounds like pa- that paper Mar- or Mario Paint piece kind of looped sort of quickly. Yeah, it, it loops pretty quick. And Steam Gardens probably goes on a little longer and, and feels a little more complex. Uh. To me, this is a compliment to Steam Gardens, but I just want to throw it out there. I get very strong Smash Mouth vibes from that piece of music <laughs> because of the surf rockness of it, but also that drum beat, that kind of like compressed big beat. Yeah. Very like 2000s, like bowling shirt, frosted tips. <laughs> yes. Yes. I like it, but if that turns the tide for I mean, it definitely here. changes my perspective. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that it. I. I agree with you. I. Uh. As I really 
like the background music from Mario Paint. I love, um, it kind of has this like Looney Tunes factory quality to it. It's very silly. I yeah. really like that. Where uh, you can just imagine little like shy guys or whatever trying to like run around with little pieces of uh, machinery to put something together. Uh, I, I just think that Steam Gardens is more interesting overall. Yeah, uh, I, I, I will uh, agree with that. So Steam Gardens is going to go into the, the finals of, of the Mario uh, section. Uh, and so Greg, that brings yes. us to uh, your choice. Yes. Which is? I, of course, chose Ground Theme, World 1-1, Super Mario Brothers. Like, has it, anyone written a better piece of music ever? It is hard to argue with it. Isn't that, like, the best piece of music ever written? I also, like, when you're listening to it, like, really listening to it, because so much, you know, somebody's like, oh, in your head, you everybody knows the general melody. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And so it's, like, it, it feels a little passe. But when you actually, like, listen to the music itself and the composition, you realize how, like, there is, it is complex. Like, yes. there's lots of different, like, parts in it. Yes. Yeah. The, the, the counterpoint in there, both between, like, the, the lead line and the sort of, like, harmony line and, uh, and in the, the bass. bass is so good. It's very good. And it, like, the drum lick, I've n- I, this time around, I, I never really noticed how the drum beat kind of swings. Yeah. It's not straight eights, which is, like kind of jutted up against the melodies very kind of like strictly in time yeah so just like mario this piece it just plays very smoothly and it feels so silly and fun and accessible but if you really look under the hood there's like a lot going on um this is also one of the pieces of music that uh in when people would write in with their nominations they would say oh and obviously world one one yeah. from super mario brothers like uh that people would nominate it uh, uh you know out of pocket that they would be like i'm not even going to think about it or tell you why but obviously that that one needs goes to be with nominated. that saying right um so and then that goes up against our random selection which is uh the super nintendo mario kart rainbow road <laughs> Um, that the bass sound and the like quality of that, like, I don't even know if it's trying to, uh, be like a synth horn or like synth strings or what that, like those hits are, um, are all appropriately stress inducing for for Rainbow Road. I'm I'm turning this off. (laughs) That's a bonkers piece of music. It's crazy, right? Borderline avant-garde. Yeah. Weird, man. It also, but it also hits like the pleasure centers of my brain because it has those like, um, weird echoey super nintendo like samples yeah yeah, where everything sounds like it's coming out of like a pig that got stepped on (laughs) it does it feels like uh someone who stepped uh, on a pig (laughs) stepped on a pig there's no other way to phrase 
who had the Super Nintendo music tools at their disposal and hadn't calmed down yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was just like, this one's as weird as possible. <laughs> but like, I've been, I think it, the, the difference is that I think it's like endlessly listenable. Yeah. Like, I think it's like totally listenable. It's yeah. not All like three of our heads started weird or anything. It. Yeah. Because it has such a good like rhythm to it. Yeah. That's uh, kind of, I think Super Nintendo in general has really good kind of funk sort of yes. vibes where you just get in that groove. You just the, nod your head to it. The sound of a Super Nintendo is is very interesting. Like yeah. I, I I love that when listening to music from older consoles that like the instruments the instruments the virtual instruments are specific to the hardware. Um, that's so cool to me, and like I love being able to hear a piece of music and know that it's a Super Nintendo. Like being able to listen to that versus a, a Genesis piece. Yeah, and, like hearing the different instruments definitely is, is, is very cool to me. Um, but now that means that we have to pit the ground theme. From Super Mario Brothers against uh, Rainbow Road from Super Mario Kart. How do we feel, guys? I mean, to me, it's pretty no contest. I will agree. <laughs> um, the Rainbow Road is cool, but I, I think it's got to go to the ground theme. Yeah, yeah. I just don't. I just don't know how we leave here with our heads held high if we're like right. If we don't at least consider the ground theme one of the best pieces of Mario music yeah. ever. All right, done. That means that the final matchup here and the one that will determine which piece of Mario music goes to represent Mario music in the finals, we have the ground theme from World 1-1 and Super Mario Brothers versus Steam Garden from Super Mario Odyssey. I, I just, I love this matchup so much because it is the past versus the future. It's just, yeah. it's, it's perfect. Yeah, it's very poetic. We've yes. done a poetic job here. Yes. Um, I'm going to play a little bit more Steam Gardens. You know, I, we we commented on how uh, the um, original Mario music is like such a good like representation of like what you know Mario is like it, having that sort of juxtaposition of uh, the swung uh, drum beat and the like really tight like rhythmic uh, lead and bass. Um, this I feel like is so good for embodying the sort of like more exploratory nature of Super Mario Odyssey. The open world versus yeah. the uh, side-scrolling. But without losing the, like, kind of, with, like, the energy of, because, um, you know, the game still has a lot of, like, intense platforming, and, like, it's still an action game in addition to being an, an exploratory game. I just think it's a really impressive piece of music. Yeah. Um, do we need to hear any more of uh, the, the ground theme here to help us make up our mind? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Just for fun. So there's no arguing it's not foundational, right? Right. <laughs> what do you think, guys? Uh, what, what goes forward into the finals? Anyone venture an opinion? <sighs> so my vote is going to be uh, Steam Gardens. Okay. And the reason I'm going to vote that is because I just... <sighs> oh, actually, 
I was you know, I was trying to I don't know. I really I, I thought I could go first, but I don't know that I can. My vote is going to be for the ground theme of Super Mario Brothers, the classic theme. I love Steam Gardens. I think it's such a cool piece of music. And it's not hard to argue with it representing the future forward thinkingness of the Mario franchise, and that's very exciting to me. So I'm just kind of going from like an arrangement standpoint. Mm. Listening to that excerpt of Steam Gardens, it felt a little empty to me. Kind of by design. Yeah, it's a little tra- it's transparent. It, yes. Yeah. But I just like the ground theme arrangement. Mm-hmm. Everything is just right there at the surface. Everything you need. Steam Gardens felt a little at arm's length. So for that, it's a ground theme for me. Uh, I, I'm going to vote Steam Gardens. Um, because I, I appreciate the transparency uh, of, of, of the piece, and I think that that is actually uh, in line with the transparency of the ground theme. Like, I think that it is uh, borrowing that quality from it, um, saying, like, no, what a Mario piece sounds like is these three voices and drums, and that's largely what we're getting. It's a really good point. In Steam Gardens. Um, but so that's that's the that's the vote that I that I'm going to put forward, which means it comes down, of course, to Mark Mitchell. All right, I'm uh, ripping this Band-Aid off. I'm going to say Steam Garden. This is insane. My <laughs> vote is for Steam Garden. <laughs> this is insane. And it is, with all deference, of course, to the ground theme. But I, I think we just have to, you know, like kind of look to the future. <laughs> Always forward, insane. never back. Insane. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, we have determined that uh, going forward into the final round is going to be Steam Gardens from Super Mario Odyssey. Next up, we are going to be running the 8-bit bracket. Let's get into it. Okay, Mark, what have we got nominated for the 8-bit um for the 8-bit bracket here. Okay, so to reiterate, this is songs, like 8-bit songs that didn't also fit into Mario or didn't also fit into RPG or just kind of like an 8-bit grab bag. Right. So we have Nightmare from Little Nemo, Level J from Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, Pushing Onwards from Ninja Gaiden, Title Theme from Battletoads, Intro from Mega Man 2, the opening theme from Batman the Animated Series, the Game Boy game. Uh, so uh, on, on that note... Um, uh, Mark wrote in, not you, a different Mark wrote in, uh, and he, he nominated... Is it Mark Hamill? It's, it's Mark Hamill, because <laughs> he was taking a break from voicing the Joker <laughs> and thought, hey, I'm going to nominate this piece of music. Um, he, uh, he wanted to add that um, Batman on the NES um, is his favorite video game soundtrack of all time. But he nominated but the, he Game, nom- Boy the Game Boy. Yes, yes. Okay. correct. All right. Uh, Good Weather from Gimmick, which uh, we don't have time to play a clip from today, but is insanely good. Yeah, check out, check out the music from Gimmick. Uh, level 1 from Castlevania. Cut Man from Mega Man. The title theme from Mega Man 3. Stage 1 from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the NES. Flash Man from Mega Man 2. The intro and title screen from Double Dragon. The overworld theme from Disney's Adventures in the Magic Kingdom, which a game... That totally tugs on my heartstrings. I remember playing this a ton yeah. as a kid. Um, drawing game from Pictionary for the NES. I'm so intrigued by that. Dreamland from Kirby's Dreamland, and the Amazon theme from DuckTales, and Mushroom Forest from Little Nemo. So, um, uh, Evan, who suggested a, a handful of these, 
um, uh, notes about uh, gimmick has says uh, Sunsoft games on the NES are known for having great soundtracks and gimmick is top tier among them. And then he also uh, suggested the Pictionary one and says of all the games on the NES, I would not expect Pictionary to have a certified jam included on its soundtrack. Um, so all those pieces of music are worth checking out. We have pulled uh, seven that we want to talk about and four that we will compete against each other uh, to go into the um, into the finals here. Um, so yeah, I guess the thing to note is that what Mark read are those that we aren't carrying forward. Yeah, that's right. right. Um, so uh, let's let's do our honorable mentions first. Okay, cool. So let's start with the the moon theme from Ducktales. Moon theme from Ducktales. I love that super high bass. I love when it does that little like chromatic climb upwards. Yeah. Um, and From the four to the like augment. Ooh, yeah. Good. Yeah. It's really hot. <laughs> I think Capcom music from this era is kind of unimpeachable. Yeah. All yeah. around. I mean, because we, we've got so many uh, like pieces of Mega, Mega Man music that were nominated. Um, the two different pieces of DuckTales music, the Chippendales Rescue Rangers, like it's just, and uh, the little Nemo stuff. Um, like Capcom's music during this time was so so good we actually chose the 8-bit rendition of this i think when it was nominated it was nominated as the remastered version or like the remake version yeah we we the the video that um the uh listener linked to was the the remaster version which is just it's like a higher quality of uh midi instrument but like it just kind of loses that uh 8-bit um magic and then we couldn't use it in this category <laughs> So uh, another honorable mention, because this one is just crazy, is the main theme from the video game Goonies 2. Well, so here I'm going to hand it over to Sarah, who wrote in to suggest oh, this. Oh, perfect. Uh, and she says, the Goonies 2 themed theme is a reimagined is reimagined from Cindy Lauper's hit, The Goonies Are Good Enough, uh, way better than the original song, uh, she says. Uh, so what would, would we like to hear the original song first, or do we want to hear the uh, how it appears in the game? I think we hear the original and then the interpretation. Okay, so here's here's the Cindy Lauper song. So that that Pretty is good. what that is. It sounds like Cindy Lauper. Um, and then here is how it sounds in the video game. Pretty Go dope. <laughs> the Goonies 2 is a Konami game, another company who is just knocking it out of the park repeatedly in the NES era. Yeah, totally. That's a that's like a summertime bop. It's, that yeah, it's version. amazing. Um, that's uh, remarkable. Well, you ain't seen nothing yet when it comes to remarkable because our last honorable mention is from the Smurfs Nightmare on Game Boy Color. This piece is called Another World, and this is another um, Evan uh, joint that he he pulled out and said that all of 
he says strangely uh all of these smurf games on game boy have uh awesome soundtracks and this piece stands out among them so here we go composed the crap out of this music it's for this so Smurfs game. <laughs> That's the best song I've ever heard. <laughs> it reminds me, like, I, I love that track. Uh, it reminds me so much of this uh, band I like called the Postal Department. Postal Service? No, 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 no. They're like a sw- Swedish band that does, like, oh, this okay. kind of stuff. Like, it's uh, it's amazing. I love that track. I, uh, I'm so glad I know it exists now. It yeah, gave me kind me of a Gorillas vibes a little bit. Like mm-hmm. the track on Melancholy Hill, it reminded me of. Um, it reminds me of a lot of the music that uh, uh our house band Eight Bit Betty. Um, the what he like because he uses a lot of uh, uh like original Game Boy sounds and like he's got like the same kind of mastery over that library of instruments that they do in, in the Smurfs piece. It's like too good. Yeah. yeah. It's really strong. It's really, really good. However, it is not going into our finals here. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> uh, so, so the first matchup is going to be uh, my chosen piece against Greg's chosen piece. Um, so I chose the Dr. Wiley two or Dr. Wiley level one from Mega Man two. Um, so let's hear how that goes now. I love all of the, first of all, the, the drum beat is dope um, yeah. and so like propulsive and just like keeps the whole thing going. Um, but then it, that it keeps doing these like little like ostinato parts of like that, 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 and then like these different soaring anthems that like come over it and then sort of like under it. Yeah. Um, and is the like perfect kicking off the like boss level music. It's just so tight and so good. And I love it. Yeah. It really makes you want to like run by the beach sort of like training mm-hmm. totally you know what i mean and i love that minor one to major four Ooh, yeah tasty Ooh, it's really good stuff uh okay so that's going up against greg's pick which uh, is mm-hmm. theme a from tetris for the game boy mm-hmm. 
Greg, why'd you pick this one? Um, it has such a strong emphasis on melody. Mm-hmm. I think that this era of video games can be really marked by the catchiness, the stickiness of its melodies. And totally. This melody just gets caught in your head. And I also, I just think it's really cool. It's a Russian folk song, I believe. Yeah, I think that's right. That they rearranged and repurposed for this game uh, because this game was designed by a Russian game designer. And I just think it's really cool. I think a lot of video game music post-Tetris, kind of, especially in this era, takes its cue harmonically and chord progressionally from classical music and like folk songs. And to hear it just at the source is really... uh, foundational to borrow a word you used earlier um i i think so i am uh a uh i continue to play tetris 99 you're a tetris freak i'm a tetris freak i i play tetris 99 every day basically um i love it and just like the bass like theme music for tetris in any form um is now just like part of the circuitry of my brain <laughs> um so i feel this one uh so deeply yeah <laughs> also for me this is another one like mario world one one where you're like oh te- like the a theme from tetris i know what that is like i but then when you actually sit down and listen to it and you hear like the orchestrate you know like yeah. the arrangement and like yeah. all the different pieces yeah like it is so much more the melody is amazing but it's so much more than the melody mm-hmm. that makes it like so good i was that, really i haven't listened to it for a long time and i was like so impressed the b section the like yeah. the way the bass kind of gets up high and mm-hmm. it's like all clusters together and then it opens up back at that a section Ooh, with like the, the little like snare hits of like yeah this is much tougher than i thought it was gonna be yeah um but i i think so now we are matching these two pieces up against each other i think that the tetris piece is better than uh dr wiley i think dr wiley is awesome it is um and it's like propulsive and for that very specific game moment is perfect but you can't hear it for hours upon hours upon hours as you are playing tetris a game that never ends you know (laughs) so my, my vote is for tetris in this one I'm going to vote for Tetris as well, uh, partially from an arrangement. I, I was waiting for the bass to drop on that Dr. Wiley theme. Yeah, it doesn't really. And it was just like, it felt just a touch empty. And I will also, my final thoughts on Tetris are, unlike Patrick, I am not a Tetris freak. I am a Tetris gives me anxiety person. <laughs> yeah. I'm very bad at it, and it stresses me out. And I still love and can recognize how much I love this piece of music. And for me, it's just not my... Uh, I'm also voting for Tetris A, even though it doesn't matter at this point. Um, but, but All votes matter, Mark. <laughs> True. Um, because as much as I like Dr. Wily theme, it's not my favorite piece from like a Mega Man game. So I think there are other ones that I would have put up for that. Uh, all right. So now we are matching um, Mark's piece of music up against the randomly selected. Uh, so, Mark, you picked uh, Fever from Dr. Mario on the NES. Thank you. 
what incredible. I, what I love about this one, it's so weird. Yeah. Right? It's so propulsive, but I think um like the Tetris theme is kind of is pretty straightforward. No, no, no. These two aren't up against I, each other. I, no, yet. no, no, no. I'm just saying no, like no, no. in contrast, because they're two two puzzle games. And in contrast, like uh Fever is has so many different like pieces to yeah. it yeah like, it, right it, it's always like mm-hmm. marching forward but like it's gonna like pause and do a weird like farty thing for a second and then you know like then go into this like uh almost like classical melody and then back into doing some weird like it it develops itself so quickly like that it states its little theme and then does like a b section and then goes back to the like original theme but then like there's different arrangements under it like there's this little like flourish and then yeah it does like the weird little farty thing i think it's just so smart with the way it treats a minute of music where it like states a theme here's a second theme now developing the first theme now something totally weird and it all happens in the course of like 50 seconds and i think that helps this like listenability Mm -hmm. because you're on that screen you know forever um and that's like the one of two themes in the game and i think it just like increases its longevity uh all right so that is going up against the randomly selected silence of the daylight from castlevania 2 Another Konami like masterpiece, basically. That's a banger. That's a that's a jam. Um, it's so good. I love the little like uh like offbeat like the second half of the eighth note, like wow 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 wow. It's so good. Not only is that a funk banger, but there's that kind of like little B section where again it uses like that classical harmonic where the bass just goes up one note at a time and the chords just stack so intuitively. Yeah. It's such a satisfying, oof, that's good. Uh, all right, let's stack these two up against each other. Fever from Dr. Mario is, versus Silence of the Daylight from Castlevania 2. This is too. hard. I'm, I love Dr. Mario, and I think that that fever is like a, a wonderful piece of music. I think I'm going to go Silence of the Daylight on this. And I know I chose fever, but I think I'm going to go Silence of the Daylight on here as well because partly it's an easier decision for me because we have a great puzzle game yeah. theme already in tetris that uh i'd like having something else represented here uh so it sounds like the the die has been cast but i will give one final shout out to fever and say that gets my vote ultimately because of its perfect intersection between compositional trickery and playfulness but also accessibility like when it broadens out to that one little melody its use of like contrast just makes every section of it pop yeah. It's uh, just remarkable. Yeah, it, it is totally remarkable. Also, its use of silence yes. um, is something that you don't hear in uh, like early 8-bit music. Once it starts, it's there. And the music is always there until it loops back again. It never goes away. But Fever has like the courage to be like, no, there's like a little bit of silence yeah. here. It's and like it a- is a little weird. Yeah. We're just going to live in it. <laughs> yep. Um, but it has been defeated now by uh, Silence of the Daylight, which means we are now pitting uh, the classic Tetris 
against uh, the Silence of the Daylight. Again, here's Tetris. It's kind of a juggernaut, right? Like, I I have a hard time imagining not giving it to Tetris. Mark, how do you feel about this? Do you want to hear Simon's Quest again? Yeah, let's hear a little bit more. I mean, that beat section is unreal. It's really good. Silence of the, the this this Castlevania piece of Silence of the Daylight. I I don't know why, but to me it really like maybe because of other Castlevania music, but it's so like evokes this kind of like old world horror movie aesthetic like so well yeah. while still being modern and still being yeah. a jam. Yeah. yeah. Uh my vote is for Silence of the Daylight. Greg. Here's the thing. Yeah. I think it comes down to, do you want a dependable car <laughs> that's just going to like really take you years upon years? You're going to get into the 500,000 miles. Or do you want like a flashier, kind of like really well-running sports car? I mean, it, yeah, it should be noted that Silence of the Daylight is not a piece of music that we have heard over and over again in other games. Yeah. Like, repackaged and represented. Uh, because. Maybe it doesn't hold up when you start to like strip away its very specific arrangement, whereas the theme A in Tetris holds up in other contexts. Yeah. It's brain versus gut. Yeah. And the gut is telling me to go Castlevania. Castlevania, Silence of the Daylight <sighs> is moving on. <laughs> Voted against your own is <sighs> tough. Let, let's hear just a little bit more of it. All right, that's it. That's the one. That's what the were you winner. Vote yeah, for? what were we gonna vote? Yeah, what were we gonna vote? I honestly I didn't. I I don't know. I think these are both. Death is not an option. You have to choose. Uh, Tetris. I'm choosing Tetris. Theme A. You good? Um. All right, but Castlevania is going on to to the next round. <sighs> it doesn't feel. <laughs> it doesn't feel right. Uh. Well, maybe we'll feel a little bit more right as we move into our Nintendo third party. So this is all like later era stuff. It is not. Uh, well, not not third party. Nintendo no, no, no. just Sorry, like yes. grab bag. Yes, you're right. Sorry, the Nintendo grab bag. Um. And this is from not the eight or sixteen bit eras. Uh. Let's go into that now. Moving into the random Nintendo bracket, uh, we've got some uh, nominations here. Mark, you want to uh, lead us through them? Yeah, here we go. So starting with The Roost from Animal Crossing Wild World. Mm -hmm. The Volcano theme from Pokemon Snap. Got a couple of Pokemon Snap ones here. Valley from Pokemon Snap and Cave theme from Pokemon Snap. Fly Octo Fly and Ebb and Flow from Splatoon 2 Octo Expansion. Here Come the Squeaks from Kirby Squeak Squad. So uh, Brock wrote in and suggested Here Come the Squeaks. He says, uh, I feel this is a unique choice, but I think it can hold its own uh, for the genuine fear it strikes without being from a horror game. As soon as, uh, Kirby, as soon as Kirby grabs the treasure, the music starts, and my heart rate doubles as I frantically try to get away with the treasure. It's a great piece of music that has a few nice remixes, but I prefer the original. Thanks, Brock. We also have 5 p.m. from Animal Crossing New Leaf. 
the Animal Crossing theme from Animal Crossing on the GameCube, and the title screen from Yoshi's Woolly World. Um, I do like that title screen from Yoshi's Woolly World. It's very uh, like chill and playful. That franchise in general has some really nice tunes in it. Yeah. I agree. Uh, and we'll talk about more both uh, Animal Crossing and uh, Yoshi in a minute. But first, we want to get to our honorable mentions here, uh, ones that we wanted to shout out and uh, play a little bit of. Um, and of course, we got to start. No? No. Greg, I'm, Greg says no. I'm shaking my head with pure excitement <laughs> and unbelievability. Uh, I don't know how much of this we're going to listen to. The but whole let's, thing? Let's listen to the Donkey Kong rap, the DK rap. And then they go through and do this for all five <laughs> characters. <laughs> oh, we're not going to listen to all of it. Um, well, what, what do we want to say about this piece of music, gentlemen? It is so 90s. It is so, like, 90s radical where it's like, Donkey Kong's got a gun! Yeah. <laughs> He's going to blast you! <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's it's, it's such a weird piece of music because, like, it is so dorky, right? Um, yeah, but like I don't hate it as much as I think I should. I feel like I should hate it. I don't know why I don't. I don't hate it either. I I do think that it 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 is in dialogue with some of the more authentic like eighties mm-hmm. posse cuts where actual rap crews were like making these kinds of tracks where they introduce each other. Rappers delight. It's maybe the most mm-hmm. famous one, and it kind of gets in that speed sort of effectively, and it also has a little mild curse word in it. It does. A little mild curse Which word. As I a cut kid, it off before we got there. I know. <laughs> but as a kid, that like blew my mind. Very 90s extreme. Uh, so uh, Donkey Kong, uh, the DK rap, um, not going forward to, to represent but, uh, anything. But I yet. don't know how you could talk about Nintendo music and not talk about the Donkey Kong rap. Right. Yes. Agree. Uh, so next up, we've got the Animal Crossing theme from uh, Wild World. Um, and uh, Lizzie wrote in to suggest that one, uh, and she says that um, unlike the GameCube version, this one is, is a little sadder, and it always ended so abruptly, in my opinion. It's full of melancholy, the melancholy of moving somewhere new all by yourself, the melancholy of paying back loans. Uh, it, but it also has some hope and happiness to it. Um, so let's listen to a little bit of the main theme from Animal Crossing Wild World. It is pretty, maybe a little too melancholy for my tastes. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. 
So I played so much of Wild World. This was the DS release. Mm -hmm. And this was the Animal Crossing game that, like, I really got into Animal Crossing. And this was from Lizzie. Is that right? Yeah. Like, I totally understand what she's talking about where, like, this was such a specific time in my life when I was playing Wild World that, ooh, man, does that music take me back. And some of it is sad. Like, some of it is not, like, necessarily memories that... I like cherish or anything, but it is very specific to a time in my life. I really love this game and this theme. I also just appreciate uh, nominating a piece of music that is very quiet and Mm -hmm. down tempo and even not concerned with tempo, a lot of space. Yeah, tons of space. It's a cool, different flavor of Nintendo music. Uh, cool, which means we are now moving into our uh, a- actual brackets here. Um, for this one, we are going to go uh, Mark's selection versus Greg's selection, and then mine versus the random. Uh, so, Mark, what'd you pick? I started with Splatack from the original Splatoon game. I love how weird this is. I yeah. love how it's like punk rock and I love like whatever weird like vocoder stuff they have going on for like the the voices. Yeah, totally. Um I yeah, I I I just I think it's so like punk rock. I also think it's a perfect like representation of the Splatoon aesthetic um which, you know, to kind of call back to what we were saying about like Donkey Kong is um like has such a like affected cool uh, like status that it's like trying to be cool um, but it's so weird and singular that it feels more like sincere almost well it's interesting because i don't i i agree with you the sincerity part and i think that's where i disagree that it's trying to be cool mm. i think it is a very like i think it is i think splatoon is cool i think it's just a very specific type of cool where sure. you know um uh it would it's easy to be like ironic about it because it, they're little like squidlings and you know they're splatting ink everywhere but i don't know i i actually find the like aesthetic of splatoon to be very cool uh greg any thoughts on that one it's just a headbanger yeah it it's really is very fun kind of gives me some like sonic adventure vibes yeah a little bit but uh, i think like without because uh sonic adventure for me always has that Maybe Sonic Adventure has what I was describing, and yeah. this doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, it I, puts on cool for sure. I think where this benefits that Sonic Adventure does not is it has unintelligible lyrics. Yeah, I think that helps it. I love the lyrics. <laughs> Follow me. We'll escape to the. That that's fun. Oh, escape to the city is rad. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of uh, intelligible lyrics, like my choice for this bracket is the main theme, Life Lights, from Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Colors weave into a spire of flame Distant sparks call to a past still unnamed Bear this torch against the cold of the night Search your soul and reawaken the undying light On that 
So this is nonsense <laughs> of the most spectacular, beautiful, wildly, bonkersly earnest order. And it's nonsense that I think serves this game perfectly. It's, yes. It, it's such an encapsulating, epic... Uh, it feels like an anime like opening title sequence. Totally. Or not even like an anime opening title sequence. It's like the anime theme song that they save for the last episode of the of the yes. season and just like play over the climactic battle. <laughs> to me it reminds me of the Copacabana where they're just like, I'm gonna tell you a story with these lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not it wrong. It tells a story and the story boy, I this lead vocalist deserves so many props for mm-hmm. singing these insane lyrics with this weird, <laughs> not terribly intuitive melody that somehow still gets stuck in my head. And I like to, when I play this game and I hear this song, it, it, it's very fun to improvise nonsense lyrics <laughs> to the melody. Uh, it's like, Storming winds upon the fires of sun, elegant <laughs> curtains amidst all the passion. You know what I mean? And every now and then you're like coincidentally saying the same word. <laughs> yes, same right. <laughs> because this totally. Oh, so without the lyrics, I think this theme is incredible. Yes. Because um, it is so a piece of the other Smash Brother themes that when you hear it, you're like, oh, that this is the melody that all of the Smash Brothers games have always used. Totally, right? yeah. They just put lyrics to it, but that is not true. No, original. It's completely different. It just sounds, it, it just like feels so much like part of the Smash universe. I don't love the lyrics, like and, like the version with the lyrics. Um, I I don't appreciate that much, mm-hmm. but uh, I think as a theme, it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's uh, match these two against each other. Splatak versus the main theme, Life Light, from Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I think I give it to Splatak, um, just because uh, it. Both of these pieces are so like representative of the games that they come from, um, but I I I think I got to give it to Splatak just because like. It, Splatoon has a such a singular identity, whereas um, Smash, like this, represents the sort of like mythical pillar of Smash. But there's so much other stuff around it that, like, I feel like it owes its identity to so many other little places. Um, whereas Splatak is just like a, a thesis statement that is complete unto itself. What do you guys think? I think that I will also give it to Splatak, hearing them both. And I know I picked Smash, but it is a lot more focused of a statement, the Splatak song. And it really, I love like camp. I love things that really try hard and are a little silly. So the Smash Ultimate song really takes a special place in my heart. But I think as like a focused, functional, more listenable piece of music, Splatak takes it. My vote would, not that it matters in this instance, but would also be Splatak. I just really value, like, the originality yeah. of that franchise. Yeah. Well, and I think there's uh, some of that, like, uh, uh, like sinci- sincerity that Greg was saying uh, uh, present in Splatak yeah. as, as well. Uh, okay. Which means that uh, next we are moving on to my pick uh, versus the random pick. Um, I chose Love is in the Air from Yoshi's Aww. Story.
so this is just totally in line with what this game is, which is like, uh, you know, it's it's all like just side scrolling, but like is more uh, exploration based than it is platforming. And you're just sort of existing in this beautiful like Yoshi world um, with like a slightly uh, like odd sounding like what is that lead instrument supposed to be approximating? It's like a it's like a very clipped viola yeah maybe kinda? yeah it's it's almost got like um oh what's what's that instrument where you crank the thing a hurdy 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 gurdy yeah it's mm-hmm. almost got a little bit of that quality mm-hmm. to it too um and then just like the very like open um like uh plucked string sound behind it i just it's it's very pretty the other thing i really like about this is uh i think some of the later yoshi's games have leaned too far into like uh just like saccharine cuteness Yes. Um, and I think this is like we liked about Dire Dire Docks, where it is a good piece of music that is fitting for Yoshi, but doesn't scream like this is a Yoshi game. Yeah. Uh, and so that is going up against our randomly selected main theme from Punch Out on the Wii. So this one was uh, uh, originally nominated as the NES version of this, um, but this is just so good we couldn't really. I think it's just the perfect version of that theme. Yeah, I think so too. The way it like builds like piece by piece, yeah, and it just keeps getting like bolder. Yeah, I just really love it. Um, can we go back to the beginning and just hear the uh, the reverse um, piano? So there's like a note like right at the beginning where you can tell that they uh, recorded it by playing the piano hit. And then, like, letting it fade out, and they just reversed mm-hmm. that, that little clip. It's so good. You can hear it rumbling away. It's just good. Yeah, it, uh, I, it captures that, like, rocky sensibility mm-hmm. so well. And it captures specifically the tone of the Wii iteration of the game, which I think is in that sweet spot that I enjoy of, like, camp and mm-hmm. just sincerity. It's kind of funny, this piece of music. Just, like, the game is kind of funny. Yeah. But it also is, like, I want to, like... I mean, it's over the top, yeah. for sure. It's completely... And, you know, I think uh, I we generally feel this way about, like, Nintendo music a lot of the music that we've talked about where it's like right on the cusp of camp, like it's so sincere that that's what pulls it back. Yeah. Is like the, uh, there's no irony, right? Yes. There's like the people composing it. They, it wasn't a joke. And I think that really like, absolutely sells so many of these pieces. Okay. So we're putting up the, uh, main theme from punch out against love is in the air from Yoshi's story. Uh, I know I picked love is in the air, but I got to give it to punch out. So I'm going to give it to love is in the air. Because I think that the Punch-Out 
Splatoon is too much of a pastiche. Mm. Even that uh, the reverse uh, uh, piano you're talking about, that's like a queen move. Yeah, it, totally. Flash up! That single note guitar chin, 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 is just Eye, Eye of the, the tiger. tiger. The whole thing, it, it, it's playing within the confines of the genre of like 80s rock inspirational. It does it perfectly beautifully and when the trumpets come in i lose my mind yeah but love in the air love is in the air is such a more specific unique touching uh, that's my vote love is in the air my i i'm also voting for love is in the air and the reason uh it goes over uh punch out for me is just that i love that it's this amazing piece of music that we associate with yoshi because it's in a yoshi game but i you know on its own i never would would have been like, I'm writing music for Yoshi and it should sound like Love is in the Air. But it fits so well that I think that's a remarkable achievement. Uh, well, incredible. That means that Love is in the Air is going up against uh, Splatak. Oh, right. We still have to yep. make the final determination here. Uh, so just to jog our, our memories, here is how Love is in the Air goes. <laughs> And then this is how uh, Splatek goes. This one is so hard for me. It's so different. Yeah. Really, really different. One is so like kind and sincere, and the other one is just like combative. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm ready to vote. And my vote is again for love is in the air. And I think you kind of detailed why. I think part of what I love about Nintendo so much is its simplicity, its sincerity, its focus on like providing a nice sort of uh, uh, vacation from, even like from other PlayStation Xbox style video games totally. that are so in your face. And so, look at how dark we are. And I think Splatak, especially in comparison to Loves in the Air, is just trying a little too hard. It's certainly, like, I, I will say that the more pleasant listening experience as we're sitting here is... Right? Yeah. I mean, it's basically James Taylor against like punk music, right? Yeah. And I, I agree. And I, my vote is also for Love is in the Air. Love is in the Air goes on to the next round. Um, all right, gentlemen. Now we are going to move into the RPG category. Let's do it. All right. We are now in the RPG division. Mark, you want to run us through the nominees that we won't be uh, digging into in more detail? Yeah. So we have Decisive Battle from Final Fantasy VI. Battle to the Death from Final Fantasy VI. Now that's the most decisive <laughs> battle. Yeah, it's just a little bit more decisive. Yeah. Uh, you will know our names from Xenoblade Chronicles and the menu theme from Xenoblade Chronicles. The Xenoblade Chronicles soundtrack is really amazing. Yeah, it's really pretty. Um, Fire Emblem theme from Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon, which was, I believe, the DS one? 
yeah, that's correct. So um, Jason uh, nominated that one, and he gives three reasons. One, it is epic. Two, first encountered by me during the opening cutscene for Awakening, uh, producing emotions the the game itself never attained. Jason, you and I got to fight about this because Awakening is a great game. Uh, send me an email. We got to fight. Um, That'll be a decisive battle. Yeah. <laughs> but, but not, not a battle. battle to no, that. certainly not. There's definitely a, a distinction there. Um, and then he says, is rearranged for most entries in the series and beautiful in every instance with the possible exception being Sacred Stones on the GBA. So it appears in a lot of the uh, Fire Emblem games. We also have Chasing Daybreak from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Between Heaven and Earth from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Fire Emblem Three Houses, another really great soundtrack. We also have a bunch of Pokemon entries. The Pokemon Center theme from Pokemon Red and Blue. Little Root Town from Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. Pallet Town from Pokemon Red and Blue. Lavender theme from Pokemon Red and Blue. And Champion Cynthia's theme from Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Uh, so first, our honorable mentions that we will not be uh, taking forward to uh, to battle out. Um, let's stay on the Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses train for a second um, and play the uh, the the main theme, I guess, the uh, Edge of the Dawn from uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Reach for my hand, I'll soar. I wish everyone could see Greg's reaction to this because <laughs> it's incredible. The nuttiest song I've <laughs> ever heard. It's insane, right? It's like a dubstep, like <laughs> yeah, that like comes in right when the strings do, and it's like it's this huge wall of sound that just like supports this uh, like volcanic singer who's just like doing the same thing that uh, the singer of the Smash theme. Yeah, is doing. I'm gonna say this might be like the. Better, if not better, the more crystallized, heightened, pure version of that Smash tune. Yeah. That was wild. It's, it's crazy, <laughs> it right? It is a ride. Uh, and then uh, other honor- honorable mentions we wanted to bring up. Uh, Fillmore from ActRaiser. It's the first level music. almost goes like overboard with the counterpoint like the the backing strings are like a little too much wall of sound for me i get total like cannot or uh like castlevania vibes from it it's bach meets funk yeah i'm so on board (laughs) that was a banger (laughs) Uh, and then our last honorable mention here is the original dragon warrior title theme and we'll talk uh more about why after we give a little listen So that is simple and 8-bit clear to the point of 
being grading. I, right? I, so, <laughs> like, I love it. High notes are a little too sharp. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the classic theme from Dragon Warrior slash Dragon Quest, I think later arrangements of it are much nicer. Yeah. Well, and this is the, the thing, too, is that, like, this is the Dragon Quest song. This is the piece of music that appears in every Dragon Quest. Now game. and forever. Yep. Uh, that, that chord progression was perfect. Yeah, it's dope, right? Perfect. Really cool piece of music. Uh, oh, we have to roll for uh, the, the order that we are going to actually pit these things against each other. Uh, Mark is rolling. He rolled a five, which means the first matchup is Mark versus the random. All right. My piece is Corridors of Time from Chrono Trigger. Uh, here we go. What I love so much about the Chrono Trigger soundtrack in general is um, I feel like most of the songs have like such like a great like beat, but I find that there's a little bit of sadness in every piece of totally. music for Absolutely. this soundtrack. And uh, I think, you know, I am a little bit emo at heart and I just love music that has like just a tinge of sadness that makes you a little bit melancholy. And I think there is so much melancholy in uh, the Chrono Trigger soundtrack. Yeah, and I think it's well represented in Corridors of Time. Um, I think Corridors of Time also does uh, like an interesting trick where it sounds like vaguely Indian in its uh, instrument choices. Like there's almost that sitar uh, yeah, and quality. the drums and the drums too, for sure, have that very like open uh, sort of like tonal quality to them. Um, that's really really cool. I think it's funny that. Uh... I'm so the random pick was into the thick of it from Secret of Manix. I think Secret of Mana has very similar vibes as like the Chrono Trigger, Trigger soundtrack does. Well, let's give a listen to Into the Thick of It from the Secret of Mana. I think this gets to the like sort of fairy tale meets Tolkien like adventure vibe, um, maybe better than any other piece of music does in Secret of Mana. Totally, it's very like misty forest. Yeah, totally. It's a very transitional piece of music. It never lets you. It never resolves. It's always kind of a. It's it's, it's a very kind of tense listen. Even when it went to that new chordal center, it like came out of nowhere to me. And it's very fitting that the piece is called Into the Thick of It and not In the Thick of It. Right. It's, it's like in motion. Yeah. Very well, interesting. It's also interesting, Mark, that you pick out, because we played a little bit of this um, maybe last year sometime, um, but this music is the first time you hear it is going into the like dark woods, uh, which is the first like real uh, like difficulty spike in the game. Um, so like it, it is very intentionally like a piece of music that is like 
challenging you yeah um to like get through it i think my vote is for quarters of time from chrono trigger though uh i just like it as a piece of music better yeah i'll agree with that i was also going to vote for that for the same reason it's a little more it knows exactly what it is yeah uh which then means uh we are going to pit uh my piece of music against greg's piece of music uh and so i selected the Balance is restored from Final Fantasy VI. It's going to be hard to get like a because what this is, this is the piece of music that ends Final Fantasy VI. Uh, so it's kind of a way to select all of the character themes, the individual character themes, without having to select them. Uh, but let's just listen to a little bit here. skip ahead a little bit if that's okay with y'all Yeah, and that's going into one of the individual character themes right there, too. Um, so I think this one is maybe a little bit hard to represent in a contest like this um, because it is a seven-minute suite of like all of the music in the game uh, very well, knitted together very well. Um, but, uh, you know, Greg's about to come at me with a very like specific singular uh, expression of something. Should we just get into that? Sure. Uh, Greg? Oh, it is the main theme from Pokemon Red and Blue. just like really gets me ready to go on a dang adventure yeah um and it, again it's like both of these pieces really struck me how much like film scores they reminded me of they were very like i don't know just ad- ad- adventure ready and very forward thinking in their arrangements it's it's interesting the like sort of expectation that we put on um the music in a role-playing game that like it ha- like 
it has more of that filmic quality yeah. than a lot of the other pieces we're discussing where like it has to match the action. Like this is these two pieces are really representing the emotion of, of the piece. Yes. I love that we're all on the same page. The Final Fantasy Six score, uh, especially as like the end theme, reminded me so much of a John Williams score. Absolutely. And, and his end credits just mm-hmm. being like a suite of all the music and all the, the motifs, themes that yeah. came before. Um, the thing I really love about Pokemon Red and Blue, and I feel like I've said it anytime we've played one of these like 8-bit or Game Boy games, is it's a a theme or like a melody that I know so well, but hearing it in its original version from this like Game Boy, like I love how clear the melody is. Yes. Yeah. And how it's just like those are the notes. And the background stuff is there and like accentuates it so well, but the theme is so well defined. Like it's really like beautiful. Yeah, yes. it's the same as the Dragon Quest thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, how are we gonna pit oh, these man, two against each other? This is hard. They're like they offer such by design completely different experience. Like, yeah, listening. This is the first time I had heard "Balances Restored." That was that's beautiful. Yeah, and it goes on like that and changes and yeah, evolves yeah, for yeah. like seven minutes. But it is such a statement of finality of mm-hmm. conclusion, whereas this is the beginning, kind of. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it is such a clearer melody. <sighs> I'm going to go with uh, The Balance is Restored from yeah. Final Fantasy VI. That's my vote. I'm going to go main theme, Pokemon. Oh, man. I was hoping I was not going to be it's the it comes out of you, baby. on this yeah, one. Daddy. Um, because I, this is really hard. Um, my, I love John Williams' like themes, so like his yeah. scores so much. Uh, I love how they're like classical music-inspired. And so I think my vote is for balances restored. It's from a good Final pick. Fantasy VI. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's uh, either way. I obviously I agree with that, but I think either way it went uh, would have been uh, appropriate. Now we have to pit the corridors of time against the balances restored from Final Fantasy VI. Okay, Corridors of Time, still beautiful, still succinct, still, like, exotic and cool. And still a low-key banger. Still a low-key banger. It's really hard to compare these two because one is like a surgical strike, Yep. right? It's like one theme done really well, and then Balances Restored is, you know, like multiple themes intertwined. Uh, Can we do a little bit more of uh, Balances Restored? Please. The perfect place to drop it up. <laughs> this is Gogo's theme. Heck yeah. <laughs> Skipping ahead again. <laughs> feels like a cheat but just because it is so many different pieces of music intertwined but i i think i'm going for balances restored i'm voting for that as well because i think it really represents the rpg as a genre in general Mm -hmm. and i think the second time around the beat to corridors of time 
maybe worked against what I would perceive as its intent. It, it, it was almost too funky and like too like cool. Yeah, it feels a little less like contemplative than yes. it would be w- without that sweet beat behind it. Which is maybe my, I mean, I shouldn't, I should just accept the piece as is, but yeah, I'm going Balance is Restored. Okay, we're going with Balance is Restored, which means we have finally determined uh, the four songs that are going to the, the finals on the left side of our bracket here. Uh, Mark, do you have them all that you can read off to us? The, yeah, the- so for mm-hmm. Mario, we are doing Steam Gardens from Super Mario Odyssey. From the 8-bit era, we have Silence of the Daylight from Castlevania 2. From Yoshi's Story, Love is in the Air. This is from like the Nintendo Miscellaneous category. And finally, from the RPG category, Balance is Restored from Final Fantasy VI. All right, great. Let's close out this segment. Okay, that is going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Uh... But I guess that's we don't have any uh, like calls to action here, do we? <laughs> like no. I, like I normally do. Uh, all right. Well, uh, so if you like the episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you should follow us on Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE, MKE Mitchell. Greg is... At Smith L. Greg. Uh, and we are at Nin Cart Society. There's a Facebook page. Also, come back next week when we are going to do the second half of this bracket. Olivia Duncan made our music. Our theme, or no, she made our logo. Our theme music is provided by Ape at Betty. You can get more of his music by going to apeatbetty.com or by listening right now. Sean Watkins here. I'm here to tell you about my podcast slash album called This Is Who We Are. That's right. It's a podcast and a record all rolled into one. Each episode features one song off the record paired up with the conversation with the guest who is related to that song in some way. Guests include Jackson Brown, Inara George, Kate Micucci, and the conversations aren't about these songs specifically. The songs just serve as sort of a topical springboard that hopefully will lend a little context to this new album of mine. Sort of like a modern day version of liner notes, only much more personal. The podcast and the album are both called This Is Who We Are. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts.